to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Um, we should have probably hit record earlier, but we're just going to say in nothing else without context, it's the beginning. You guys, this is the true beginning to the new year. Yeah. Just like new moon on Saturday. Yeah. New moon in Aquarius on Saturday. I don't know why you said that when you're a double Capricorn. (laughs) Well, because my Venus is an Aquarius and I'm an Aquarius cusp. So like, and it's said it's it's good for Taurus risings too, or it's based on your, on your rising sign. Not this. Oh, okay. Ruby, what's your rising sign? Aquarius. (laughs) <laughs> i knew i was gonna just fuck it up for myself <laughs> ew what is that laugh oh okay well i need to see what it's giving um, current i don't know what that laugh was ignore Whew, um let me see what house because i'm like a duck and stalk your chart the fuck I yeah give me some tea because you know i can't read um, it um Okay, so let's see what, yeah, let's see, like, what this new moon is going to, like, how it's going to impact your life. Oh, my God. Okay, so your Aquarius is in the first house, okay? So, according to TikTok. Nice. (laughs) So, according to TikTok, this new moon is going to have a lot to do or be very um, insightful and very, like, growth, like, it's going to have a lot of growth in yourself, um, appearances, beginnings, um, things to do with your physical body. Um, okay, body. The way like you have a first body. impression on people, your attitude, the way you identify and the way you approach life. These are all of the things. That's that all happening on Saturday. I mean, these are all of the things that is going to be a, like, and like the full moon is going to impact or you, the new moon is going to have that okay. type of impact on your life. I'm going to a party. So let's go. <laughs> I mean that's perfect. I have to wear a bodysuit, so uh, I got to get on that juicing diet twenty four hours. <laughs> I look, had a pizza tonight, so it's all really going well for me. Look, I hate like wearing bodysuits these days. Like, no, I'm not fat, but I just feel like tubbier. Like, so oh, like baby, no bodysuits. This is so. This is a birthday party. This is like a celebrity karaoke birthday party. And I decided to go as Madonna. So it's I love it. A bodysuit with tights. No pants. I'm like, oh. These were choices that were made um when I had COVID and was feeling lighter. <laughs> so you're gonna look so, fabulous. I don't I mean I will, but like also, I mean I will. There we go. There's that. <laughs> There's that Libra sun, Aquarius rising. There's baby. that Aquarius rising already showing his ruly head. It's not even new. <laughs> it I is mean, duh, I look good. into the podcast. I was never worried about that. <laughs> yeah, like I, um, I was listening to, um, I always talk about the, the Bravo Astrologers podcast, Spiritual Sonia. And mm-hmm. they were talking about, um, they did their Capricorn season episode. And obviously I suggest you specifically listen to it as a Capricorn. But like they talk about people who have Capricorn moons and stuff too. And it was like stuff that like was beyond what I've gotten, you know, from just like reading random articles or whatever. And one of them was like having really um, 
kind of regressive views on appearance. And I was like, me to a T, because I'm always like, you got to look this snatched and you got to dress right and you got to do the, like, no, 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 nothing of like your own interpretation. No, you have to look as I've decided looks good. <laughs> like, yeah. we're at a different tier. Also, you know, I love my wigs. I got a Madonna wig, but it's not, I'm not happy with it. I tried it on the other day. Wait. (laughs) You guys, it's literally a toupee with a ponytail. It's giving I dream of genie. It's It's giving. This is okay. So I'm doing one edition for Madonna. So your hair is wet. Yeah. No, I can't do it right now. But the problem is, is that like one, it didn't give me a skull cap. So I'm going to have to go grab one of my own. It's giving. <laughs> Don't do that because I'm the only one making noise. Like it's not like it's not coming down on my head. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's not stretching. So what Madonna are you? Blonde Ambition Tour. I'll send you a picture. Okay. Um, you know the cone bra. Yeah, we're doing cone bra, Madonna. Oh, that's gonna be so cute. Yeah, and it's like a gold situation. Oh, oh, that's hot that's hot you're gonna look so good yeah like I'm excited it's it's giving how it's giving mean girls Halloween where it's like you get to dress like a slut and no one can say anything yeah I love those days that's kind of like one of my mo's for 2023 is just like be hot oh yeah for sure I mean you're already cool thank you it's like again Capricorn moon you can never stop improving yourself so like I'm just continuing to oh for sure and I'm a Taurus rising so like me presenting myself like as a Taurus I have to like look put together I have to look like refined refined I have to look like a Pinterest like you I would you would want me on your Pinterest board like that's how I have to look (laughs) and so that's a standard that it's hard to I mean that's why we're friends yeah I mean, it's like that kind of like superficial, glamorous, luxurious energy, but like we also want to be good people, so it's like confusing. And I also like to be chill. And sometimes I'm like, I'll pack up everything and move to Costa Rica. Well, we share that in common. (laughs) (laughs) Also, remember how you're always saying like, "Yeah, you get mad, and then you're like, I'm moving," and blah blah. blah. Someone started a rumor that I was moving, but like within the city. And so like three people asked me in the past week, they're like, Hey, are you moving? And I was like, no, why? And they're like, Oh, I just heard. And you know how no one says who said it. And right. so like, where did this come from? But I know, cause we have like a bit of a little gossip at work. And I said, Hey, are you telling people I'm moving? And she's like, well, you said you thought about, it. I was like, first of all, that was last summer. <laughs> Second of all, when are people going to learn that? I just like to say things when I'm heated. <laughs> And then when I come back down to the logic of it all, I still so if I could show you guys our text messages. Like I literally burst out laughing at you in like 10 yesterday. years. I burst out laughing at you yesterday. I'm, I won't say it on on camera. I mean, not camera on recording because <laughs> you were just so unhinged. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been a week like people. People are having so many feelings. And then I, you know, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be a bitch and like take it. But you know, when you're like, you have to set the example because people yeah. need, to, they need to stop acting like this. It's like, stop acting incompetent. Stop acting bothered by everything. Like, ugh, baby, it's not that bad. 
Like you are being drama and we don't have time. Like I have so much to do. Like that's always what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, there's so much on my to-do list to have to stop. And like you complain that like someone doesn't get like what you're trying to say to them. Blah, blah. It's called communication, baby. Like you will always. And then they're like, well, I don't really like talking to other people. Bitch, then I don't know what kind of job you have to get that you can't talk to people. I'm sure there is one, but I'm like, what? I mean, every job, I feel like you have to, in life, you have to talk in to people. In every job and in life, you have to speak to people. In life, you have to speak to people. And so if that's a trouble for you, go to finishing school and leave me the fuck alone. Even if you just go to your house, go to the grocery store, you still have to talk to someone. Well, and- they're the type that like get everything delivered and, you know, don't leave the house and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you should talk to someone about that. But, oh, wait, <laughs> you don't want to talk to people. <laughs> vicious cycle isn't it i don't know why i'm giving jill Zarin in the middle of my frustrations but i just like shout out to the new moon i'm gonna keep cleaning out my apartment this week because i had started it like a couple weeks ago and then i lost my flow um but we're purging the apartment i'll be putting a fuck ton of stuff on poshmark if people want clothes um and then i'm gonna stage the fuck out of this apartment and myself because whew no i feel you i palo santo every week but my goal this week is to literally just have one day off of everything yeah one day off i have not ruby i didn't even take my birthday off i I worked on sunday i worked on monday i worked on saturday i worked work work happy belated birthday (laughs) <laughs> I, do I don't do it as well as you what do, was that bo, 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 bo. it's like a goldfish blowing bubbles bo, in a tank bo, 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 it's, bo, bo, bo. it's finding nemo yeah daddy you just sound like where's my daddy yeah you just sound like you're like blowing bubbles i know because i don't i'm not saying yeah you have to like bo, bo, bo. it's not in me <laughs> That's not my culture. I got a lot of cultures, but that one's not inside of me. <laughs> I'm not Jamaican or Caribbean. But I All know right, of. but you, you know, Atlanta is adjacent. You live in the same. Not uh, Atlanta is adjacent of Jamaica. <laughs> no, I was going to say you live in the same city as Sanya. So. Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, I mean, I do do that. So the essence it carries. True. And I also guess. Atlanta's more adjacent than Virginia. So. Oh, yeah. Not with the scissors in the air. Oh, that's because I was going to cut this string that I've been oh, meaning to cut off all day off my sweater. There we go. It just was bothering me. And I had scissors right there. So I, thought, I don't know what you've watched this week, but I feel like there's there's so many little sprinklings. Like, you know, we started this podcast because we wanted people like to see representation and see like all of these different mm-hmm. casts. And we have gotten it this week. And we've gotten a lot of cute little moments. Yeah, I think we could just like... That as we have been, just do like yeah, sprinkles I'll, of I'll all the shows. Us, yeah, I'll walk us through the journey of the week as we do. I'm I'm like a, I like order, so I like to just go like through the chronology of the days. You know, let's do it. I don't I don't know if I told people this already, so I apologize. But oh, speaking um, of, wait, what you, what were you gonna say? Sorry, I was gonna repeat an annoying story about myself that I've probably said a thousand times, but how um the teacher in pre K when she gave my parents feedback said that I was a really good kid, but I was bossy because I was trying to put the kids in line. Oh yeah. That sounds like you. 
I just like order. And I don't know why the children didn't like that I was guiding them. Whereas me, I was the one in the line that said, why are we standing in a line? Like I was questioning like my existence. There's this one TikTok of this like, of like mimicking a five-year-old and all of a sudden you like have consciousness and you're like, why does, why is this like this? Why is this like this? Like questioning the world. And I was like, I remember that exact moment. I was seven years old and I was playing with Barbie dolls and I had a sudden epiphany of like, this is so dumb. This is not real. These Barbie dolls aren't going to talk to me. This is not real life. It's time to focus on tangible, logical that's like we were both those kids where we were just like so serious so weird I told someone I told someone at work I was like I don't even like people my age till literally three years ago like I hated eight-year-olds when I was eight and 12-year-olds when I was 12 and I think even 23-year-olds when I was 23 I was like can you get it together like what are we doing what is this oh you know me a Capricorn I'm just judgy so I mean I think that's what I'm describing. Yeah. It's that I'm just judgy. Yeah, maybe that's like, the cap moon in us. I joke. I was like, I was born with like a cigarette in my hand and just being like, what are the kids doing? Like, I'm, tired <laughs> of this. I'm so tired already. Um. So yeah, let's start with the Lord. Wait, no. Oh, oh, I do have a poppy and a poopy this week. Oh, okay. Because the poppy and poopy. I'll, 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 you know me, I'll improvise mine. They always come to me. Yeah. My poppy this week, I'm going to give it to Candace for her silent but, like, humble read to Ashley. Um, because I love a love and light read. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Light, when it's but like, I'm gonna hey, read you. I'm just talking to you really calmly as I'm about to insult the fuck out of you. Yeah, but I wish you happiness and peace, bitch. Like, I love a read like that because <laughs> that's me. <laughs> it's called passive-aggressive, folks. It's called passive-aggressive. Love and light, bitch. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah. So describe the read that she did to Ashley. Um, basically she just said, um, you know, I know you're not used to relationships where there's trust and, um, I know that you're not used to basically like, yeah, you have not been in a relationship where there's trust. And I really hope, cause I wrote it down somewhere. Hold on. Yeah. She was like, yeah. I hope you find that. Like yeah. she said, like, I know that you're used Ashley to toxic- asked her why didn't she want to talk to somebody? She was like, I would want to talk to someone if I heard something about my husband and we know the right. history of Ashley's husband. Therefore, Candace said, yeah, like, I know you're used to relationships that have toxic, toxic notes. That was trust issues. Very well. Toxic chosen. notes. But I hope she chose her words. Well, did. Oh, Candace is great with her words, but I hope you receive a relationship where you don't have to be curious about um, like what the man is doing and what girl he's talking to, because I'm secure about my man is basically what she said. Mm-hmm. Like, I know my man. Well, that's the thing. It's like, when you know that there's not a problem, no, I don't need to talk to Deborah. Yeah. Like, no, I don't need to talk to Deborah. I don't need to worry Deborah. about Smiley, Eddie, according, like for Wendy. Like, Smiley Osefo. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Watch out now. Um, so yeah, that's my poppy of the week. And What's then your- my poopy, she's just losing me so much. Alexia. She's okay, good. So okay, Teresa. good. I got real nervous. Me puse bien nervioso. But okay, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, she's becoming very Teresa. Um, but more annoyed, like more less accountable. Like I feel like Teresa is just kind of dumb. Like Teresa. Yeah, Teresa's actually dumb intelligent yeah she's actually not intelligent 
but Alexia is intelligent and she's just like yeah um, Alexia just like, likes to live in denial yeah. like she just keeps all and we'll talk about it in the episode but like every comment she makes and that's what I didn't like when I first watched Miami when I was younger is because she and Marisol and all these people remind me of people that I know in like my son and family and yeah. my culture all this stuff where it's like like we just pretend it's not happening right because it benefits us that way and for her to be like to nicole which we'll get to yeah you're freezing am i freezing oh i think we're good now okay but yeah for her to yeah i can hear you um but for her to be like like acting like Nicole's feelings don't matter or like anything like that was like, woo, girl, like not acknowledging title to say what she wants to say. Like what? Not when it threatens somebody's like Oh, um, because Alexia wouldn't be happy. She's not very like she Oh and yeah, that's the other thing. It's like Alexia's saying that, but if it happened to her, it'd be a whole different story. Yeah. And I'm also yeah, my poppy of the week. Um, I think this was what I was gonna say anyways but like as we're talking about it is nicole because i feel like you know she kind of held back on her first season and was just like you know polite to everybody and did like what she needed to do um but like she has really like not let people fuck with her this season yeah because you know larsa came at her with the accusations at her job and she said you don't need to come to my party and the level of petty to send the mirror (laughs) to uninvite her was beyond and then my poopies i have so many poopies this week like people were pissing me off left and right on these series i was just like i and i think it's like an extension of being like annoyed at life this week um but i was like fuck that person and fuck that person and blah blah." like i was annoyed at maddie on southern hospitality and her fucking sweatshirt and sneakers at bourbon and bubbles and then i was mad at marisol and alexia because i was like you're supposed to be my bitches and you're acting crazy marisol coming to an engagement party in white yeah go fuck yourself you know what you were doing i did like the dress though but the outfit was great but not for that occasion not and larsa's garbage because she's conceited as fuck um who else it was pissing me off this week i don't know everybody karen pissed me off too but you know oh yeah i have a lot of theories so oh and like half a family karma was pissing me off too oh yeah vishal oh i should have made him a poopy but we'll get to it we will make everybody a poopy this week you guys everyone is a poopy i drank a lot of coca-cola today i'm feeling threatening (laughs) i gotta calm down i'm gonna give myself a little (laughs) situation (laughs) Um, All right. Let's start with Miss Potomac, our little cherry blossoms, little champagne glass gals. I do love them. Like this season was kind of slow, but this episode I felt like delivered a lot. Um, they're in Mexico para Ashley's cumpleaños, and yes. um, we were like coming back off the first night dinner where like Karen and Charisse were slamming the table. I love when I'm mad, and there's a reason to slam the table. I don't get in fights like that anymore, but like my family we used to do stuff like that, and so my white dad as if I have another dad, but my, my white dad, <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, cause like roots. people are going to make the assumption it's the Latinx folks. No, El Gringo used to, when he'd get mad, like, at like, we'd be out at dinner, you know, somewhere like out back. <laughs> and your dad's a Pisces, right? right? Huh? Your dad's a Pisces, right? He sure is. <laughs> He's a double Pisces. <laughs> God really played a game with me, giving me them parents. <laughs> 
Virgo sun, Cancer moon, and double Pisces. What am I to do with that? <laughs> Die. Well, anyway, yeah. but he loves to slam a table. And then, you know, my smart ass back, I would hit the table and I'd go, do you feel really tough when you do that? <laughs> Ooh, I got in trouble. Meanwhile, your dad just can't control his emotions. <laughs> and you're like... He sure- the number of times that my mom and I, like, and my mom, who's also an emotional, we've had to look at him and be like, you're acting ridiculous right now. <laughs> you look nuts, you know? And it's like that whole, the way, like, you know, like my dad is not, um, doesn't have like a ton of internalized misogyny or anything. Like he's never been that guy, Yeah, but I think he feels like, you know, to some degree, like, oh, I'm the man of the house, right? Like there is a like modicum of respect. My mom and I have never given that to him in our lives. So we're just like, okay, if you want to act like that, be crazy. <laughs> and then we move on. Um, that's not what this show is about. So anyway, Karen Sharice no, slamming the table. And um, and like not to go like play by play, like just going through the people. I feel like I feel like there's some truth to a little bit of what Sharice said. Like, here's my theory. Just listen to my theory because it like doesn't have to do with anything that's particularly said. I feel like it's not about who's the real queen of Potomac. I don't really give a fuck about that. But I think that Sharice knows stuff about Karen before she was on the show. That's like just stuff that people don't want. Like Karen has formed this persona. She's formed this, you know, Miss Fabulous energy. And it's just like stuff that's like not flattering i think sharice just knows that stuff and i think robin and giselle know some of it too because all four of them knew each other before the show and i feel like that's why karen has always had it um out for the green-eyed bandits and vice versa because they know that she's doing it's kind of like the luann thing you know when they're always like I, we don't like when she acts like the countess we like when she's luann i feel like they don't like when karen's doing the whole grand dame show they like when she's just karen because that's who they knew right and so I feel like Karen does have this thing where like she didn't want Sharice around because Sharice, I don't know. I don't know if she went to rehab. I don't know if she did this. I don't like none of that, but I just think that Sharice knows who Karen was before. And Karen's trying to like move from her old self. Like she's a TV personality now. And like anything that's happened like 2016 or later is her reason to talk about. Yeah. So I just feel like it's one of those things, the whole like mother and the funeral. I feel like that's just like semantics too. Like, you can just see both viewpoints on that. You know what I mean? Like, I like I don't feel any type of way about Cherise, like pro or against. I just think that's what it is. Is like Karen wants to protect the persona and the following she's built, and she sees Cherise as a threat to that because Cherise isn't gonna like bow down and play along. Yeah, I do feel that way, but I also so in this fight, I'm Team Cherise all the way because I get it. It's like. I think for Sharice, yes, I I feel bad for her too. But I think for Sharice, it's like, I didn't, because she mentioned like, I didn't really know you before the show. Like you weren't included in the people that Mm -hmm. I was recommending for the show, but you were at my table. And so then they thought that you were my friend. That's Mm -hmm. how you got on the show. I was like, oh, Sharice, like, okay. I love, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't love the breadcrumbs. I'm not saying I didn't love what she was giving us. I'm just saying, I don't like, I'm not here to argue that part, but I agree. I know for sure. That was a good one. Um, That was good. Cause I believe that for sure. Yeah, for sure. And so I do agree that with you, that Karen doesn't want, because Sharice makes her feel like less than the illusion of the ground. Yeah. It ruins the illusion, not makes her feel less than, but like ruins the illusion. You're right. 
And another thing is, I agree, like, Sharice is like, I'm the only one that showed up to your mother's funeral. And it could have been multiple, like, kill two birds with one stone type of thing. Like, yeah, I'm going to show up because I do want to get back on the show, but I'm also going to show up because I understand that how it feels crazy, to lose a mother and I want to be there for you, like, as your friend. But I for can't Charisse, believe, I can't believe no one else showed up, though. That's, that's crazy. Really exactly. And then for Sharice to lose her father and Karen just send her like a basic like sorry for your lost text is like really hurtful I would be so hurt by that like what do you mean yeah sorry for I think my Karen, loss. like you can't even send Karen me a fruit basket in the, I feel like Karen falls in the like Countess Luann and LVP and all these things were like they all just like perceive that everyone needs to be really sensitive and like supportive of them and then they just do like the bare minimum for everybody else yeah and then for um Charissa just mentioned like all of the loss she's had in her family like her mom died and like her her two brothers died and then like her sister you know like all this loss it's like you you can't help but feel so like like sorry for like bad for her like wow you've experienced so much loss that's so tough like in the last couple of years yeah um and for Karen to just like kind of gloss over that is like whoa and so I do like that Robin defended her in that way. That was like, whoa, like, we're not doing this. Like, you're not going to paint Sharice to be this bad f- fucking person. Yeah. You constantly deflect and don't want to talk about like anything. And then you use your mother or whoever as an excuse to not continue the conversation when no one's exactly. talking about your family. And no one's talking about your mom. Like, yeah. they're not something different. But people love to like pick the, like, you know, pick up words to make yeah. it. Yeah. And it's all Karen's them. fault. Like, I think people don't realize that they sink their own ship. Like, mm-hmm. people can have dirt on you, but a lot of the people won't ever bring that up unless you try them. And you tried her. And so she's like, oh, let's talk about you going <laughs> to rehab in Florida and your friends picking you up and taking you to a party. Let's talk about blue eyes. Let's talk about, you know what I mean? Let's talk about your boyfriend. I'm, I'm very excited for next week when Robin pulls out the blue eye stuff. She deserves like, Robin it. Robin has gone tech. Robin has gone tech, but Robin is one of those people. Robin is Xenon girl of the 21st century, (laughs) y'all. Zoom, zoom, zoom. But I think what people don't realize about Robin is like, don't start nothing and there won't be nothing. Like, and Robin Robin is a what? And Aries. And we know Aries, we talk about them every goddamn day. Oh, for sure. And Robin's like more on the calmer side of Aries. So it's like, don't start no shit. Those are the scarier ones. The scarier ones. They do get woken up. Oh, they're woken it's up. Over, baby. And Robin is awoke. So I don't feel bad for Karen <laughs> she, at all. She opened those green eyes up and oh, said, for sure. you bite in. Like, not and today. the thing about Robin is like, we make fun of her, right? Because like, she's late to everything. And sometimes she's like, not paying attention. And it's like, wait, what happened? But when she is like, she does keep she treats each person as an individual. Like she doesn't allow her, like everyone always talks shit like, oh, she's just Giselle's side puppy or whatever. But she keeps track of everybody as individuals and like like decides what her relationship with each person is based on her own relationship with them. You know what right. I mean? And so she really decides herself. And to me, that makes just like witnessing all that Sharice said and then what we've seen the previous for next week just makes like Karen because Karen was always just like digging at Robin and Juan digging at Robin and Juan mm-hmm. digging at Robin and Juan mm-hmm. and Robin has always stayed friends with Sharice because Sharice was kind of like her big sister mentor when um their husbands played together whatever it was um so she knows that she can't get Robin in her pocket 
because Robin is friends with Sharice. So yeah. to me, that's where that always stemmed from. I was always like, why is she so obsessed with them? Like, what did they ever do to her? You know what I mean? And then this like kind of helps put all the puzzle pieces together. Yeah. Karen Blue's just team mess. So she's like, I'll be friends with Karen when I need to be friends with Karen. I'll be, you know, helping out Sharice when I need to help out Sharice. Giselle knows that we're here for the common good, which is Bravo. Yeah, but I feel like ultimately she had to choose a side. She's choosing. Oh, no, she she said it a million times, but I just like that. She's just friendly enough with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, Robin is very like, if I don't fuck like again, my cousin is an Aries. I have to like talk to her because I'm going to go visit her in a few weeks and say like, hey, I want to see some people you don't like. When am I allowed to go do that? Because (laughs) Aries don't fuck with you. They do not speak to you. They don't know you you do not exist like it's not even a polite hello like at least I give a polite hello and then I'm run along especially Kiki as Kiki said I do the model wave where I just smile and wave my head and keep walking yeah if you're an Aries and you don't fuck with like I literally have to be like um how about I get dinner with this person on this night I'm with you for like 97% of it and then I have lunch with this person and then I leave okay cool and I have to ask permission. Yeah, from Aries. Because like, they would be like, fuck you. Like, get out of here. Like, what? She's just going to be like, I don't know why you even want to talk. I'm like, baby, that's not your problem. Like, let me just see the people I want to see. As yeah. Quad would say, where are my people at? <laughs> I'm still, all my friends, sidebar, all, um, I mean, not all my friends, but a group of my friends who found out that Phaedra is supposedly joining Married to Medicine next season. Or texting me because now they've started watching Married to Medicine because of that because they love Phaedra. And they're like, Toya and Mariah fighting that purse. This is crazy. Yeah. I was like, wait till you keep watching. So now I'm back on my binge. Um, I just finished season four. Cause uh, yes, I, I love the binge because that shit like is so funny. That Toya and um Lisa Nicole Mariah and Darren, the toxicity of those two. Yeah. The number of times he said, like, I don't want a baby. I've been faithful for five years. We've been married not-. like every time he says something he's not supposed to say, I'm just like, This is embarrassing. You're both ugly. I don't I'm not interested. Lisa Nicole is just ugh. oh the Lisa Nicole quad fight. <sighs> Oh my God. I mean, that's, I saw that a few months ago. I posted that on our account. I wrote, yeah. we do not condone violence, but this is TV. That shit. Oh my goodness. Mary's in medicine. Wow. Woof. M2M. We can't wait. Season 10. Be faster. Fire Neela. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> Oops, sorry. Um, Potomac. Uh, poor Ashley trying to get the girls to do some yoga. Nobody mm-hmm. told Jacqueline to be cute. Jacqueline came down in her like joy lab from target matching set no ma'am <laughs> <laughs> like wear a fucking bathing suit you're on the beach right i was like why is she wearing that to on the beach but okay i feel kind of bad now that i said it i was like i mean i do have rich. some joy lab but um no, i mean why did also I, I own it <laughs> yeah but there's also like bathing a bathing suit section at target so which i frequent Come on, Shade and Shore or whatever it's called. Yes, I love a Shade and Shore. Yeah, um, I literally just, they put all of their beach stuff out already last week. I got a bucket hat, a beach bag, some cover-up pants. She's ready. Oh my gosh, already? It's already out. And you know how people snatch things if you don't. I know. I'm I had gotten paid that yet. day. So I was like, well, I'm rich. And then, <laughs> well, I'm poor. <laughs> Funny how um, that happens. <laughs> but yeah, they did their little yoga. Um the thing about Ashley, and I feel like I feel like you've practiced yoga for a while too, right? 
Yeah, yoga more like, so Pilates these days. I yeah, do like, like I, I was like, you're more of a Pilates girl, but like I'll do like vinyasa I've, yoga and like morning. <clears throat> like I've been doing yoga for like more than half my uh-huh. life, mediocrely. I'm not like doing handstands, popping that puss. Like we're not doing all that, but like I know a lot about yoga. And when Ashley was like, "This is the stuff to like achieve an orgasm," I was like, "Sweetie, we're not doing tantric yoga." Like you're doing, like, I get what she's saying. And like, there is one yoga session is not going to make you horny. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the whole, like, she was like, this is how you activate the juices. And so I was like, no, no. Also, I don't want to do Kundalini yoga around a bunch of bitches when I'm not going to go home to my Also, that's not what Kundalini is for. Like, it was just like, you know, Americans appropriating. But that one (laughs) upward thrusting motion, like move, like there's this viral tiktok that's like if you do this move you know what happens and every girl in the comments <laughs> is like yes like you literally like what like are so horny and i'm like yo like i was wondering why when i do this one exercise move i always feel like this should not be happening down there yeah like, because you're like constricting like your pelvic muscles why do i feel excited yeah yeah, because y'all only got one thing on the brain, getting kicked down. But I was also weak at Mia just like grinding in a circle. She's like, yeah. No, Mia was masturbating on the sand. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I've never met somebody hornier than Mia. <laughs> like, also, you're letting that old man G tell you you can use your vibrator or not. Like, girl, bye. What? And you're actually going to listen? All you got to do is clean that shit and go home. Also, Look, like, unused. I guess that's what they like, you know, the game, quote, end quote. Um, I guess we should take I mean, break. she met him as a, oh yeah, let's take a break. So as we said, Mia and G have like a creepy little game. Cause it, it's like that, like some people just have that kind of foreplay of like, oh, you're telling me what I can and can't do. You know, like the daddy girly kind of energy. That's yeah. not for me when I'm on, like to a degree, sure. But like not when I'm on vacation. And someone just gave me a free vibrator. How dare you? That's not sexy to me. Yeah. And my personal preferences, but I mean, based on where she met him and not based on where she met him is is a problem. (laughs) It's that the way that she met him, because he's clearly the power dynamic, the power dynamic. He's clearly a trick. It's been established. Just saying saying he's clearly a trick. (laughs) There's nothing wrong. We're tricking. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I personally love this. This is a pro trick podcast. This is a pro trick podcast. Honestly, but where you just acknowledge the truth of the trick. Yeah. I mean, Drake is a trick. A lot of men out here are tricks. Woo! And there's no shame in that. There is we heard absolutely Fox's story. no shame in being a trick. And I just need men to know that. Like, it, you ain't tricking if you got it. Period. Like, if oh, you got God. it, it's nothing. So, and maybe I've just been in Atlanta very long. Anyway. You have. No, I felt that way before it's, Atlanta. It's a way of life. <laughs> I felt that way before Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I'm done. All my menu was up. Everyone. Who's Come on, Raggedy. This <laughs> college. Uh, um, anyway. Yeah, keep drinking that wine, India. <laughs> new levels, new devils. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, episode title. Let's go. <laughs> Um, we're, we're unlocking new levels in january and yes. so we will find new devils um do you have anything else to say about potomac because i can't remember what else happened 
Um, yeah. So what I was going to also, what I was going to say was I don't like that Mia continued on with her Nini quote and saying like, Jacqueline, you've slept with a few married men. Like, why would you ever do that to your best friend on camera? That was, oh yeah. Like they all went to dinner. Wasn't it like they went to dinner where that's like where Candace gave Ashley the, the calm read. And then, um, like everybody was having fun drinking and they just like went to go sit in a room and talk. I listen, I'm still like in recovery from all those bachelorette parties last year. I can't imagine being like on a girl's trip and someone pulling me aside for like a heart to heart. I'd be like, we can talk about it when we go home. I'm trying to have a party. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to talk about it. Time. I mean, I get like the, like at the same time I get the drunken, you know, like when you're drunk, you're just like, I love you. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, see, I'm not that girl. No, no, no. I'm that girl, but that's. No, I'm not saying that disparagingly. I'm just saying like, I don't, I don't. You explain, and then I will tell you what I'm like when I'm drunk, because it's oh, very. You're, you're, um, you choose violence. <laughs> when I'm drunk, and I've said this for you instigate, years, nobody you listens. Violence. I'm the Joker. I literally just light things on, as Nicole Martin said this evening. I'm an arsonist. I just light things on fire to see what. Like I will be that person that's like, oh yeah, come stay, visit me whenever you want. But I don't mean that, guys. The things I say when I, you know how people like drunk words or sober thoughts, not here, not in the house of Ruby. I say the most crazy stuff that I don't mean a thing. Like it's like the dark twin, evil twin jumps out. What should we <laughs> name them? Um, Rudy, Rudy Huxley. Oh no. I hate when people say that by accident when I'm like, my name's Ruby and they say Rudy. I'm like, no. Oh, I was going to say rude, like Rudy Huxtable. Eh, all right. <laughs> We'll work on it. But yeah, a different person jumps. Oh, I used to have a nickname, but that's that's for the dark, dark. That's for like blackout beyond belief. Oh, it's, God. It's nice. I'm scared. <laughs> that was early 20s. See, yeah. when I'm drunk, I'm super happy. Like I'm super like touchy feely. Like I just want to love everyone. And like the last time I was drunk, I talked to a, like this. <clears throat> I don't want to say homeless. But this man walked into the, into the bar into the bar and he was unhoused and he was just asking for money. And so then I'm to all my friends, I'm like, I don't have any cash. Like, anyone has cash to give him. And then he gave us, he gave me a bracelet in return. And I was like, oh my God, this is so sweet. And gave it to my friend. She's like, why did I wake up with the a unhoused person's bracelet on my wrist? Like, what happened? Um, and I was just like, You're gonna do so great. Like, I want so much better for you. You've got to want more for yourself. Like, I just am that. I'm me naturally on 10. I'm like, well, Tony I Robbins gonna... plus Oprah plus, I don't know, Tracy Ellis. Well, I was going to say, I think the reason people don't get it is because I'm, when I'm just like a good level of drunk, I'm myself, but like, just like a little, like, like you said, on 10, like I'm just as friendly, just as flirtatious, like talking more shit than I usually talk, like all this stuff, you know, just like I'm myself. And then also I have been told, but I don't recall, I have been told that I seem perfectly fine, which I think is how I get into trouble is because I know how to act like everything's good yep. while inside. It's like, whoa, the walls are whoa. just made out of gum. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but on the outside, I'm like, yeah, I agree. Obs- like totally blah, blah, blah. I always like, I think I told you this. I always find like a fellow Cowboys fan at a bar, but it's always like, the you know 
kind of racist ones, but like have a little interest in the Latin fever. You know what I mean? Like they know that there's something off white about me. And so they're just like, not off white. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, they're like, I see something. I see and something then, in your eyebrows. What is it? I always what get the it? real Aryan ones, like very blonde. And like, that's not my type. And so I'm just like, why does this happen? But when I was like hammered out of my mind at homecoming, um, I literally like when I was trying to recall the facts the next day, I was like, why was I talking about like whether or not Dak Prescott should be allowed to play? <laughs> like, I need to get a life. And also like the fact that I would go to like that kind of topic that I'm not an expert on and just talk about it like I know what I'm doing. So again, it's me on 10 because I talk about anything like I know what I'm talking about normally. That's how I get by in my life. But then just it become just, like oh. Giselle. And then the flirtations I know get, uh, they go on 10 sometimes and it works. That's all I'm going to say. It works to the point where then the true me is like, Oh, I didn't mean it. I, was so uh, I mean, that's the Libra in you for sure. I know. I, like, I, was trying to have fun. I thought we were playing a little game. Very rarely mean it. But I, what I realized is that like, when you guys like someone, you'll tolerate so much. And like, it's, oh, yeah. there's no in between. It's like, either I'm flirting and I don't mean it, or I might be in a shit situation and I tolerate ev- like, I just, Oh tolerate- no, 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 that no, no, I have bad taste. I'm not saying I don't, I'm not saying I have good taste, Okay. but like the minute somebody acts wrong around me, no, 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 no. Which is why I'm never in anything. Because well, I'm I mean, like, it definitely is dependent on like the other signs surrounding the the main. I know what you're saying, though. That's like a general attribution to Libras is like that. And I mean, we've got Kim Kardashian is the best example. You know, like they will just sit through whatever because they're like, I just know the good parts of that person or like, I just know that they could, like see the potential. I think yeah. I do that with friends a lot more. I do that with my friends and my family, but not with guys. I think because I do it with my friends and my family, I'm like, well, not this guy. Like I can't have another person that I'm doing that with. Um, Because like, I think I've mentioned before too, like I, for whatever, like, I don't like when people get loud and start yelling. Like, that's not the kind of like debate that I do in a relationship. And so like the minute a guy starts yelling at me, I'm like, goodbye. That's not happening in this household. You're done. That's a good attribute to have. And I've been like that since I was young because- you have to remember too, I grew up watching telenovelas since I was like three years old. So tween teen me thought it was like hot to like fight and make up and fight and make up. So by the time I was like 18, 19, I was already like, that's not healthy. Kick them to the curb. Whereas my course, Venus is like, we can do the unconventional, like whatever that looks like. And then I'm like, this unconventional shit ain't working. I think that's like where the Aquarius rising falls for me because you know they say that's kind of like your life path is your rising sign right I thought that was your north node I think they're kind of similar but someone told me like your rising sign is just as significant as your sun sign and I feel like that's me as like um just like I don't really do things the way like everyone has preconceived like how you should do stuff and like definitely on both sides of my family I'm like that and then just like I've kind of thought that like even when I was 22 my mom was like I don't know if you're gonna get married you might just have like a like someone you live with that's like your long-term partner and like you and him may just never get married and like I just don't necessarily see that for my Catholic ass mom to say that when I was 22 like 
sis could read her child. She was like, and I've texted you before. I'm either going to be that girl or I'm going to be somebody's mom. Oh, we'll find yeah. I mean, I feel you. When I was like 10, I told my mom, I was like, I'm probably going to live in, A, I'm moving to California. I said, I'm moving to LA, just so you know. And I'm probably going to be living in an, un, like, I'm probably going to li- be living in Sen for the rest of my life. Like, I may never get married. And this is from, coming from like a young child. And yeah. she's like, what? Like, what are you saying right now? So yeah. I don't think that they expect anything of me. Like they like release all so the my family. I think my family like has thought I was nuts since I was a kid too. Like my uncles, we're going to get to my uncles when we're talking about Miami. Cause boy, did Nicole's dad bring me some, some family. I'm stuff. sure I was going to say this but, is probably like <laughs> Ruby's family. He fucking sent me. Cause I was like, I don't have to deal with them that much anymore. So now it's a funny thing. But um, my uncle, like one of them, said to me a couple years ago he's like yeah when you were a kid you were always in like some weird costumes and I don't know what the fuck you were doing and I was like I'm so honored you remembered that because you were on drugs and drunk for all those years (laughs) so like for me to make it in the memories like that's got to mean something but not for you in a weird costume that is definitely no I have now you're in weird ways now it's weird costume yo the next time I go to my parents house I need to find the video and like take video there's like this footage from when we lived in Florida. I was like nine or 10 and my mom, you know, like people with the video cameras, she was just trying to like, Hey, here's Alex. He's doing this. And here are my parents. And you could just hear her be like, it would go to me. And I was wearing something and she's like, Ruby, please change. And then (laughs) (laughs) I'd come back 10 minutes later. And she's like, I meant change into normal clothes. Like I would just be like in whatever old dance, like recital costumes I had or like random thrifting stuff that my mom and I would find. Like I've always been the wigs. I've always been that y'all. Like <laughs> this is not new. It's like, I think I scared again. I scared like my tough quote business and uncles when I was a child. Cause I think I was just like, Hey, and just like doing situations. Well, was like a eclectic like, little girl like both sides of my family blame the other culture. Like my grandma's always like, yeah, it's because you're Puerto Rican. You're crazy. And then my Puerto Rican family is like, yeah, it's because you're American. You're tacky. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, guys. I don't know which one whose fault it is. Someone's fault. I don't know who's. My um, okay, cool. Love that we did the family story again. I'm really it's getting Dear Diary on here tonight. I'm so sorry. I mean, I think it's Dear Diary every night. I mean, every <laughs> Every week. Well, every night we're on the phone is Dear Diary. Yeah. Um, so the, my last comment about uh Potomac is I did also love Wendy's like little debate, not even debate because she just overtook it. She Wendy was You don't excelling. know how to be a friend. Wendy was excelling because that was the first time I've so liked calm Wendy and, and like me too. Wendy was so calm, like, what do you mean defamation of character? Please define that because you threw a drink at me. Like that's the fact. I mean, that part I didn't really. I was like, get over it, Wendy. But like the but part, like Mia just couldn't keep up. Is what I mean. Like Mia just oh yeah, but with her, and so Mia just went to the accusation of like you accused G of being gay, and she's like, no, I didn't. But even though Wendy did, because Wendy was like, mm-hmm. and men, you guys sleep with women and men. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh man. I was like, yo, but Wendy was winning. Mia just couldn't keep up. She could not keep up. 
And I loved it. No, it, I mean, that's kind of like nothing makes again. me cackle more than someone who can't argue. It just, well, that was like the parallel to me was like Larsa and Nicole. Like, I know we keep just hinting at Miami, but we're still going to save it for the end. Yeah. Um, but like, that's how I was like, baby Larsa, you can't be fighting with a doctor, mama. This is not Kim K, respectfully. Like, this is somebody that went to medical school, like, yeah. and has a criminal for a father. So that makes her double smart. I should know. <laughs> um, I'm excited for next week though um, for Robin to go tech again I'm excited for her like even though we don't get to see it I'm excited for her to pull up blue eyes on everybody because yeah. that's what got Karen riled up in those first seasons and then the fact that her friend Candace when Candace thought that Karen betrayed her Candace spilled the beans too because when they brought it up this week Candace in her fucking pink wig looking crazy was like I'm not talking about it I'm not talking about it which is uh, where there's smoke there's fire mm-hmm Candace needs to work on some of those confessional looks, though. I like most of them, but that pink wig. John was like, I don't like wig? her little, like her little cape or whatever it is, her little hood situation. Not hood as an urban, but like hood as in. It's very like, Beyonce esque. Like I was cape. okay with it. Yeah, but she's um, not Beyonce. So no one is Beyonce. She's on, she's on Real Housewives. Like, yeah, when but they Candace much, is like, so she's a, but she's still like a personality and like a superstar in her mind in the making. Her mind, so. Yeah. She's going to give all the things. Um, I guess that's what I would do. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you sure would. You would be in that conventional wearing a pink wig. For sure. For sure. Now I'm weak thinking about it. <laughs> Plop, Tina. Um, okay. So for Family Karma. I, was I don't like, have I... many notes for this. What? I don't have many notes for this episode. It was like, meh. No, I mean, there were just like two little stories. Um. I love that we saw Anisha's fashion show. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so happy for her. I, like I said, some people aren't a fan of the, her doing the thing where, like, she's really not on the show right now because she lives in Scottsdale. But I feel like she would do fine doing a Tinsley where, like, she just lives in FFL. Or they don't live in Fort Lauderdale. They live in, like, South Miami. And, like, what is that town? Kendall, K- Coral Gables? Well, some of them live in Coral Gables. Some of them live yeah. in Fort Lauderdale, don't they? Yeah, they live in the outskirts. Okay, anyway. But like, you know, she could do that thing like Tinsley where she just lives in Florida during filming and then just goes back to Scottsdale because I think she's funny. And I think that she's like not trying to be everybody's best friend. So she'll just say how she feels. And she's like, and she has her own life outside of the show. So she'll just like, you know, she doesn't have anything to lose, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Whereas the others, like I got real anti, like, I mean, I was never a huge fan of Vishal, we know, but like real anti-Vishal this episode, real anti-Amrit this episode. And then, um, you know how I feel about Monica. I was like, I roll to the eye roll to the eye roll. Oh, I felt um, Monica, but you know how I feel about Monica. So, I, No, I saw that scene. I was like, oh my God, India's going to be like, yes, she's following her path and like following her heart and like not listen. But it's like, that's what she should have done in the first place. That's what we've been saying is that she's been lying this whole time about wanting to be married. Well, with aren't kids. you proud of her? So give her something, kids. Ruby. She's mm-hmm. trying. She's doing exactly. I did. I said at least she's doing what she wants to do. Yeah, at least she's starting. Okay, I'm just she... happy she's being exposed for being a liar. What? When does she lie? Because she's all. I was planning on like being married and having my kids and doing this thing. But, like, she also had this lingering in the back of her mind, too. Like, ugh, annoying. Um, so, hot take. Anisha's clothes are are beautiful. Like, yeah, they're, they're, fine. they're great. They're fine, right? Yeah. Country made? 
I was like, I need that jacket. They it's very much remind me of Drew. Oh, you're saying you liked them better. Yeah, the country made designer. Um, okay, because I wasn't paying attention to the Yeah, clothes. it reminded me of Dries Van Newton, which I love Dries Van Newton, and I still regret That's like not a very high regard it, to say that. Yeah, in Richmond, um, in Carytown, there's this one boutique. I don't think it's I think they shut it down, which made me really sad because I like shut it down. Used to buy a lot of stuff from there. Um, more on the expensive side for some of it, but there was this Dries Van Newton like jacket, and it was maybe like three hundred dollars. And I was like, I really want this jacket. I should buy this jacket. And for some reason, I convinced myself we're not going to buy this jacket, India. Like we're not going to do it. Which I had, I had a very big salary increase at that point because I had a real job at this point, and not mm-hmm. a real job, but like a job where a stable job. Yes. So I was like, no, I'm not going to buy it. Whatever. Then fast forward, maybe like six months, it's on Black Panther, the same jacket, like in the ending scene. Oh, wow. And I was like, I sh- it, it was, um, what was um, the girl's name? Black Panther's daughter. Lupita Nyong'o? No, the sister. The little girl, Letitia Wright. I don't know her. I don't know her character. Because I know on the new Black Panther, she's the Black Panther, essentially. Like, but um, Black Panther, yes. Yeah. So it was a jacket she was wearing. It was like orange and green and i was like i should have bought that fucking jacket and so all these jackets remind me of like dries van newton, um that makes sense very dries van newton-esque um but yeah anyway hot take i was like that's a hot take but maybe not so hot no um, i mean that's i think that's fine to say is like her i think all the designers were great but you know you have your own personal I thought it was, styles i think she was smart though like to include different designers for sure like, i don't think she had enough pieces organizing so, everything. and they definitely weren't fitted so she didn't have enough pieces to do a show by herself yeah like she was strategic yeah. You know what I mean? Like she got her opportunity and then also like, and I think that's also good to like collaborate and include other people too, to have that opportunity. Yeah. How do you so, feel about uh, giving men deadlines? Cause she said proposed by Cinco de Mayo or I'm having a hot girl summer. Like, I think it's good if that's what you like. I think it's good if that's what you want. Does that make sense? Like I have not been that far into a relationship to feel that type of way um one way or the other and like we just said like we're also a little less traditional so like we're not pressed for like to us like that may not mean something right where it's like it's all about just like being in our partnership like it doesn't have to be a wedding and a ring and all this stuff like it's just about being partners um kind of like the anthony nicole route do you know what i mean yeah Uh, so but i think that you know we're also you know I've, i've been like well, I was like, where was I watching this? It was Married to Medicine. I was like, who was telling me that? I was like a geriatric lady or whatever. Um, Married to Medicine. It's like, if you know you want kids, then you do have certain types of deadlines, right? Because it's like, I need to know if you want to get married because if you, and that's like my thing. It's like, if you know that you want to be a mother, like you absolutely know that. And you know that like the chances get less and less after 35. And you know, Anisha's like in her late thirties, but I think she froze her eggs, but all of that stuff, you know what I mean? Like she has other deadlines in her mind. And so this impacts that because right. she's saying like, I have to start over. So I think it's fair. I think the way that girls say it, like if a girl who's 23 says it and it's like, he has to decide, you know, it's kind of like, all right, baby, calm down. But I think it's a fair thing. And it just sounds like bitchy and needy sometimes. But like, I think when you hit your thirties, especially I think she's 38, that's like a fair thing to say too, of like, what are we doing here? And yeah. so I think that- I think commitment looks different to every person, but I think she's on the more traditional route where like she does want to be 
married. It doesn't have to be a big wedding, but she wants to be married and have children. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, it's, it's always a little, not strange, but like mm, for people to get engaged before they're together for a year, because for me, it's like, you don't really know this person, but then oh, I know I from there. Your minimum. Cause you have to see somebody minimum. in all four seasons, all four seasons. But I know for their culture and that they do a lot of arranged marriages, that's not like yeah. the norm. So it's so different for them in that way. I'm on the fence ball deadlines. I think you have to know your person, right? And yes, for some men, like a deadline, like pressuring them into like doing certain actions is like, it's just going to make them go further away from yes. what they actually want because they're going to rebel. Whereas yeah. some men are like, oh, it's a deadline. Fine, I can meet that. I, I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, like so. some people need a little more guidance or a little push. And I think also like, I know the people you've dated. I know the people I've been interested in. Like, we aren't the girls that, we don't date people that we have to kind of like baby as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like every man I, well, not every man, because I've been way more intentional with my most recent, you know, in my most recent relationship. I don't think yeah. I was intentional with any other relate like well the other one but but prior to that I was intentional um but since if you're intentional with the person then they're not you know you're just trusting that they're not wasting your time but you know little subtle reminders and whatever don't hurt of like yes I'm being intentional like don't forget like don't waste my time but it's a I think it's a it's a fine line between the two yeah Um, I think it makes sense for her because I think like what you're describing is like, you want to have the same values as someone, right? Like yeah. people are always, people are always saying like, oh, I want someone who went to college or I want someone who makes this much money and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, none of that matters. Like what matters is that you believe like you have the same, not the exact same, but like you have to have similar philosophies on life. You have to have similar values. You have to have similar like outlooks on what you want your life to look like in a sense. Mm-hmm. And again, hard to say that about you and I, because I feel like we're both the type, like some people are like, here's my 10 year plan. And you and I are both people that are like, we just say yes to the next chapter. And we let that guide us to the next chapter. The next. Like yeah. we don't what we want our book to look like. We make plans. God laughs. Yeah. Like I think you and I are very much more like of the moment, just looking at what's in front of us. Like we have goals and we have like kind of ideas and, you know, different things, but we just like move in a different pace. Right. Versus like some people just have like the traditional or even non-traditional, but they may still have goals for themselves of like, I want to make this much money by this year, or I want to like be able to buy a home by the, you know, all this stuff, like so like planned out a thousand times in advance because they've maybe just come from a really traditional family line or they have like a certain industry that they work in or whatever. And so I think it's harder for someone like you and I to hear that thing of like deadline because we're more of like, we that's like a conversation we'll have with someone that we're with and then when we get to that point like we're both going to come to agreement about it um because also the same per- the same girl who's like here's my deadline has the same guy who's like I'm going to plan it and she's like not going to know what I'm doing for it and right. like, like it's kind of like that weird like separatism and on top of that it's like i think having a goal having intentions and then relaxing and letting it come to you is like the ultimate it's like yeah like the universe god knows what i want this person knows what i want but i'm just gonna chill 
and I'm just going to move accordingly when I like, and like be self intuitively guided to like, like you said, like the next chapter, like the next step or whatever. And ultimately, like I've realized, especially, you know, like with my personal things, it's like commitment, marriage, um, a ring, having kids, none of that means shit to if something isn't supposed to work out because it doesn't matter if you're married, engaged, have kids, not like nothing can determine when a person is just fed up and wants to be done with the situation. Like anything could happen. And so there there are no like relying. Yeah. I marriage is to me more of a like tax for tax purposes, business purposes. It does not mean like that this is going to last forever because it's on paper. Like, yeah, it's harder to get out of, but that's why people separate. And then some people just separate it. Like they never officially get divorced. Like, um, so it's just not an end all be all because men still cheat and men still leave. Even, I mean, hello, Lisa. Um, yeah. And I think Larsa, Lisa, Larsa. I I think that like what she's doing and like what we're discussing are the same things. They're just approached different ways. Like, I think that if that was something of interest to us, we would express that to the person that we're with and say like, Hey, I, I, I do want to be married one day. I see that for myself. Like, what do you think about, you know, like we would have that open conversation. Um, and then say like, that's what I hope this leads to. If that were our goal, you know what I mean? Like we would still say it, it just wouldn't be in that like essence of like, he has a deadline. Yeah, it this be like, um, like, cause it just sounds very like sex in the city, which we know I hate that show. And so like all the, I know it's like the worst, the hottest take is that I don't like that show, no, I love sex um, in the city, but, but they are very just, chaotic. They are very chaotic. They're just like super, you know, like painting by numbers sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you have to do things like this and this is how a guy's supposed to be. And like, this is where you're supposed to, you know what I mean? Like they just yeah. say like, these are the rules and there are no rules. Like, so I think what works for her as long as he's on the same page, like works for them. For sure. And yeah, yeah. Anisha, I mean, she's clearly married now, so but it worked. Yeah, no, it worked. And like, that's the thing is like, I like, I tell people all the time, like, I've not ever felt like, oh, I have that instinct. Like I have to have a baby. Like I've never like felt that at this moment. And I'm like, but it doesn't mean I won't feel that one day. And like the same thing for marriage. I don't feel like I have to be married, but I love, as we know, I've been to plenty. I love going to weddings and I love love, but like, I don't know that I, I need that for myself. I feel like if I meet a guy where I'm like, Oh, I want this, you know, like I want to be married to you and share a house and start, then that's wonderful. And if it doesn't happen like that, it's just like, this is someone I like to travel with. And I like to just spend quality time with and like be with each other's families, whatever, like that's okay too. Yeah. Very much like Nicole said, like, Depending I wasn't pressed for marriage, but like this person said, like said they wanted to marry me, it proposed, like, why would I ever say no? It's like one of those things, like go with the yeah. flow, like, she, but she felt secure in her relationship. And I feel like if you feel secure in your relationship, like marriage doesn't really like, it's not a, yeah, I think she's all. just, yeah, I think Anisha is definitely the person that like, she still ascribes to her culture. And so like, she's not going to have the kid without marriage. And so I think she probably wants the kid more and that's why she's yep. hard on the marriage okay so anyway we also hate Vishal because he came for our girl dharma and we don't fucks with that this is a benny family stand account yeah so. i just don't think he realizes that his mom is a common denominator like one it's his, his mom, mom is problematic but more his brother's problematic for being like does your mom even remember like she was drinking 
as as I tweeted, Vishal blacked the fuck out, broke his asshole at his own right. uh, fucking what was that called? Um, night before the wedding party, blacked out at his wedding and woke up in his best friend's bed instead of spending the wedding night with his wife. And you're talking about how maybe Brian's mom was drunk. Go fuck yourself. And like, maybe I just wouldn't have invited her. Like it was, there was not even also so dumb. Cause it's like, who says that months later? Yeah. And there was no even drama at the wedding. This is post wedding and Dharma just saying how she felt about like the mom, not saying anything to her. That's trying to have a power trip. Like, oh, I should have not invited her. Girl, bravo invited everybody. But I was proud of Brian for being like, oh no. Like if you don't like my mom, then we just shouldn't be around you. Like Brian's a what? A Libra. Because what happens? We are fun until you fuck with us, especially with our moms. We will like when he was like, No, we can go extreme. I was like, Yes, daddy. Yeah. Extreme. Oh, that Brian was very attractive in that moment. I was like, Oh, look at him. Brian's like, Come on, big guys. Let's go. Oh, I love his big eyes. He looks like uh, Aladdin, Prince Ali. Not bad. Ali Ababa. He does. Baby, it's going racist. Stop. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I'm just saying he looks very like, no, I don't mean because of the race. I just mean I like he I looks like, like a Disney careful. character. He just looks oh, like a Disney, like a gorgeous a Disney prince. Disney prince. Yeah. Like, sorry, I don't mean racist. I was I not know, being I racist. Know. In that I was just, just like, like oh, be he careful. Just looks like, woo, he looks like, woo. Like, he's very attractive. <laughs> no, he's um, fine. He's fine. But no, I love. But very much has been a sissy until this moment. No, yeah, that's the thing is like he because he's also a Libra, and it's like we're cool until we're not cool. And then you see my hand right now giving Dorinda, like when I'm not cool, this hand goes up and I'm like fucked up, and I do that too. I'm like, oh, you don't want to fuck around, neither do I. Like, go fuck yourself into infinity. Oh, so yeah. I was very happy, and I was I very much related to that because people are like, no, no, it like doesn't have to be a thing. You fucking started it, so I'm gonna end right. it. That's my favorite thing to tell people. I don't start fights, but I'll finish them. Oh, yeah. You I will definitely will finish them. When you see somebody else's blood on the street. Oh, that's too sure. much. No, I um, definitely am a, a finisher. But my mom always taught me that, like, look, don't start the fight, but finish it. And I'll be proud of you. Like, we never got in trouble if, like, the fight wasn't started by us, but we finished it. It was like, oh, you finished it? Okay, cool. Fine. I can't. Get me mad. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was encouraged to fight, but I think I just learned by example. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm shady today. Um, do you want to take one more break and then we'll talk some sprinklings of other shows and do Miami? Oh, wait. One thing I did want to mention was Amrit. Why? Like, it's very hurtful this for Amrit to be episode. like, we should take my last name and you should le- eliminate your last name because my parents are clearly the ones that are there for us and yours aren't. It's like that was so fucked up on a thousand levels. I was pissed because Amrit's been pissing me off this whole season being fucking um, dramatic, like getting messy with the Monica Rich stuff, um, being dramatic about like not supporting Vishal, not drinking. I get that he's getting married and it's high stress, but like these are narcissists. He was like being a fucking bitch about that. I was just like, that's so disrespectful. Like I completely love Nicholas's story dealing with his parents. Like this is what we're talking about. Like inclusive cast who's like mm-hmm. not just cast of color, but like Bravo has been really great about portraying different queer stories because everyone's place is different um, mm-hmm. in like their being out or their relationship with their families. And his is like, I think a more common story than people think. Like people think either 
you come out and like you're completely accepted and your family embraces it and they're magical and wonderful or they think that your family has shunned you and you don't have a relationship but most people fall in nicholas's middle ground middle house where it's like your family doesn't accept homosexuality but they know that you're their kid and they love you and so they're in like their own conflict and you have to meet in that middle ground of like I love that he was like they're going to be a part of my their my life until one of us dies like even though it's not as affectionate and warm and accepting as Amrit and his parents you know yeah. what I mean? like he values what his parents I feel like his parents instilled a lot of good values in him too that don't have to do with like religion and stuff, you know, of like love and family. And they're, they are trying to meet him in the middle as much as they can. Yeah. And, and it's like, just hyphenate. Nicholas can just hyphenate his last name and y'all can just hyphenate the kid's last name. Yeah. Like, he it's has not like that a, big of a deal. He has like a long Greek last name, I think is why they're like, no, we're not doing that. But I do think it's really selfish of Amrit to say that and just yeah. be like, oh yeah. I mean, my family is better than yours. So Cause I think the implication too is like, they're paying for everything. And it's like, so they're paying to have their last name. Right. Know? Like that's okay. fucked up too. Yeah. And so I think sometimes a lot of people like, and this is just like a thing in like human behavior in general, right. Is like people's reactions are like about what's going on inside of their head and themselves. And they're not thinking, they're not putting themselves in the other person's shoes when they're listening to what that person has to say. Oh, for sure. not. And that like frustrates me to no end because it's like, someone's telling you that it's like someone's telling you they're going through something and immediately you're you're like oh what did I do for you to be going through something it's like no why don't I ask oh I'm so sorry why are you feeling like this exactly um people just always go to like how does it impact them or what did they do or what how's that going to affect what's going on with them if you're not like doing whatever they want so I was just like oh super triggered super like Mm -hmm. I hate I hate the selfishness um, and so with that happy toxic notes, as Candace would say, <laughs> let's take a break and wrap up. That's good. We're back. Um, I love doing baby voice when I feel weird. Um, I have sprinklings. Um, we were talking about representation. Did you watch Southern Hospitality this week? I did. I think I most love- of it. I loved seeing the Pride episode. I just loved seeing TJ and Mikkel come together. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, just six episodes ago, they were sworn enemies. And then they like, because I kind of like had a good feeling about TJ at the beginning, but I was like, baby, you're doing the most as a bar back, right? Yeah. Now, or whatever. Um, Not a bar back. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn, even I wasn't a bar back back in grad school. Um, but like, I liked that they came together over this mutual experience Leva, so I gotta just like shade Leva a little bit. Like, my girl does not hang around queer people. It's <laughs> like the way she was like, So tell me, what did that make you like traumatic? Like, were you traumatized when they were like talking about their coming out stories and stuff? Like, she does not have like the same sensitivity that I, even like at least LVP yeah. like, knew how to play a little better. And then later, when like, um they had the pride event and like tj's date was there and she was like i like him like she was just like doing them i was like love bring it down like, like eight handsome nine. it was it was just like so much i was like my sister like we need to get her an acting coach somebody also get the there. tea that that man was in a relationship with a woman for eight years i'm like that's very common i feel like more common well, that's than- very our region that's the southeast yeah. mm-hmm. because let me tell you the craziest story. Wait, I have to tell you one story. <laughs> it's relevant. 
Um, so the college that Indy and I went to was known for like having a lot of closeted men, even though it was a fairly liberal college. We still went to college in the South. It was still frowned upon, mm-hmm. super homophobic. You know, it was the early 2000s. What can we say? Mid 2000s. Yep. What can we say? Actually, late 2000s, early 20s. What can I say? People are still homophobic. It'd be like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, India, this story. Um, a friend of ours, I'll tell you later, he told me this story about how there was this couple. And that's the thing, right? Like we all have an instinct about people. Um, I used to like go up to guys at college and be like, is this attractive to you biologically speaking? Like, is this something you're into? No. Okay, cool. What? No, that's what I would say to guys at our college. Like when I was out at night. You would say, is this, am I I literally, I said, is this of interest to you? Like biologically speaking or, you know, you can only imagine how that went down. Because straight gay anyway, at our school, every guy was hella sensitive. The like bluntness and directness of that is like so funny because, well, you know my type. Like I I didn't have time to waste. Who did I date? All athletes or yeah, you know who I dated. I dated guys with anger issues. So yeah, I dated the running back. I dated the cool boy that wore all the vape and sneakers like yeah I think those are my main two like well, and then I feel of like, course that I like feel like the black love triangle and married like yeah it was much clearer who was straight who was gay blah blah oh for sure versus I mean, ooh, white. I don't know well okay that. okay but I'm just saying the white community it's like a little different um and unfortunately that's where I was around some of the time too <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. You get me. I was floating amongst, but anyways, I never really had a question about that, but that was just something I used to say to get a rise out of people, but I knew who I was dealing with. I need to think about like my college, my full college, like history. Yeah. They were all like athletes. Yeah. Very superficial. I was going to say, color me shocked India. Color me shocked. I don't know what you want me to say. Oh my God. You with an athlete? What? (laughs) No way. Yeah. Like half of our friends. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um love triangle. Do you remember that one love triangle? I won't mention it out here, but please please don't. I'm stressed. I'm so uncomfortable. See, this is that's like that's really why like I could not date like in the community because I was like, everybody knows everybody's business. And I like to be a non again, Libra sign Aquarius rising. I love privacy. But you I know like, what's so funny? I got away I with I like people so not much. knowing my business. I got away with so I got away with murder. Like because I look so innocent and like people would never suspect anything from sweet India. Yo, I I just I just ruined a couple people's lives, but they also ruined mine. So see I did I not do well at William Mary like dating because it was just always like was rough. It still was rough. The thing is it's like all these guys and like we see it now all the time in like the post me too movement i was never assaulted that's not the story but like the whole i'm a nice guy but you're actually not nice you're actually like oh i'm just doing the things i'm supposed to do and then like the minute you don't act the way i want you to act i'm gonna like have a meltdown oh i mean there were like love a lot of love bombing and that's why i told you like kick him to the curb 2009 there was a lot of kick him to the curb yeah i mean a ton of love bombing going on um but i mean that's men so um yeah but um anyways this is a great story so 
there was a couple that was like one of those William and Mary couples where like they dated all four years and then they like moved to DC together and they just were like being generic as hell. My friend told me this story. He said that the girl came home one day. These people at this point have been together like six years or more. I'm exhausted on their behalf. And she caught him fucking another man who went to our college in their bed six years into the relationship. And I knew all the people involved. (laughs) Screaming. So when we hear the whole reason I'm telling the story is the TJ and his boyfriend that had just stopped dating a woman. It is so common where we're from. Oh, for sure. It's so common. Like, oh, I mean, very, my very, friend, few, very few gold star gays in the Southeast. I'm very far removed. I feel like I just far removed myself from anywhere that I'm not. Like, it's like literally out of sight, out of mind for me. But one of my friends sent me today, and I won't say what it what, what any of it was, but apparently there's like some drama going on where like a like someone was talking shit about like his so-called friend and then he outed him for being like for sucking dick <gasps> on Instagram and like uh-uh, that's all this like stuff like and it's like okay that's wrong but also like you literally like lit matches and like started it and an arsonist I'm and, gonna say that all the time and your people. so-called friend like finished it like mm-hmm. that's true that's predict. true how people are gonna how people are gonna be so i was like whoa like what i'm in the middle of a meeting and i'm like huh what's what's happening here like a dick who like like, what's, what's what's happening? and then she told me who i was like oh i'm not shocked <laughs> maybe that's the uh, real tea that i wasn't shocked i was like oh well sounds about right um which is so fun we like, loved the pride episode of southern house Hospitality. yeah oh i did love the episode bradley i'm so far like off of bradley that like anything he does i'm like okay i don't really care but i did appreciate that they like were were because there are not a lot of heterosexual cisgender men that are so comfortable with themselves that they would dress in drag and like yeah i love that time. he and joe bradley did that um yeah i also i wish we got like i feel like for as much as we're getting certain people's stories, I feel like they really cut down on Lucia's story a lot. And I feel like there's a lot going on there. That's Lucia, interesting with like the baby Lucia. daddy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wish I, I would like, have told know exactly that. what happened because they would, all we saw was her baby daddy saying like, you're late and you don't want me to remind you. I'm like wondering if he's a gaslighter. Like it was kind of giving that in the little clips I've seen. Um, I mean, I, I didn't get that from the clip. I kind of feel like Lucia's a problem. And this is coming from someone and see, who that would be more interesting. Normally, thinks that the woman that the man is a problem, but I feel yeah. like she's but the see, problem. I wish we could see that. The way she was just so casual about it, like he moved out. I feel like we'll we'll be fine. Like we'll be fine. And I'm like, what? Like you just seem so casual about it. It's like eh, whatever. Yeah. And the fact that like they were together and like she got pregnant and she just decided like I don't want to deal with you anymore. Like I, let's just co-parent. I'm like, <laughs> let's see her birth chart. We need to know. Some Whoa, shit. yeah, she seems insane. <laughs> i know but i like her um i do too and like that's the thing is i like i don't feel either way about bradley like i'm not like standing him or anything but i feel like they're also just trying to like make him this terrible person and one of my coworkers said the funniest thing about maddie and now i can't unhear it they're like she just wants to sound like miley cyrus and i was like yo 
No, she wants to sound like Miley Cyrus. What? She's like, hey. Like, she sounds like Hannah Montana. <laughs> and I think that's just her voice. <laughs> I know, but you know, she's little. Like, she's 22 or 23. Like, you know, that's what she grew up watching. But I do commend her that's for, like, like, I grew up watching not Clueless. doing drugs, not drinking, and still, like, being able to, like, be in that environment. Well, because she like, already been done that. She's had truth. so much that she doesn't want anymore. Her body is like, I don't even need anymore. That tiny body can't take it. That's why she's always in that sweatshirt. She stays cold. <laughs> I just could not. Like, they were doing this upscale bourbon and bubbles thing. And she walked in like Erica Jane walked into that birthday party in the Moschino t-shirt. And she's like, it's off the runway. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You're still in a t-shirt. Yeah. When everybody's in black tie. I was just like, why did... Yeah, Maddie is a rich girl that has too much free time on her hands because she and Gracie Lynn, like, I think the parents send them to Tulum whenever they feel like they want to go. And then did you catch that? I think Maddie bought sneakers for Mikkel. Like when they did the flashback, she was like, mama's got it. I mean, yeah, so. parents do seem a little well off, but also her taste in sneakers Coming from someone who just well, your sneakerhead, so you're gonna know because I just see sneakers. I don't know what any you know. I'm not a sneakerhead. My it's the man in my life that turned me into. I was gonna say your husband, but that's because I call everybody's significant other husband and wife. So I apologize. Oh, I mean, me after we went off the marriage thing, but oh, I mean, John has definitely like my sneaker game. Like I was looking up how much all my like each sneaker is. I mean, I have $2,000 worth sneak, like $2,000. Yeah, this is why, this is why this is a superficial podcast. In my, well, off-whites. Like, so I, I have like a couple of pair of off-white Jordans. And I mean, the fours are alone, like 1900. And then a pair, we looked up yesterday. I was like a, a pair of like normal fours. I wouldn't think like the black cats, I wouldn't think would be expensive. $1,200. Like I could sit, okay. like my closet in, alone is like amazing. Sorry. Great focus before you get burglarized. Oh yeah. What do you think of Maddie's sneakers? <laughs> oh, they suck. Okay, that's all. <laughs> this bitch is they like, I got this. I'm literally listening to you, and I'm that meme where like the calculations are going in front of the head, and they don't know what's going on. I'm like that Ariana Grande meme in the car where she's like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, that's me. Whenever he brings me a new pair of sneakers, like these were hard to get. And I'm like, huh? And then when I like look up the price or like them online and like how hard it is to get or whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh. But then I never wear them. And then he gets mad. Like you never wear them. And I'm like, sorry, it's too much money. I don't want to wear it. It's stressful. I don't even wear, I think I have question mark Air Force Ones. I don't know. Yeah, you do. You do. You have Air Force Ones. You do. Okay. And I like I've only worn them twice because I'm just like scared to hurt them because i'm not going to get them professionally cleaned or anything so all you need is a magic eraser all i use is a magic eraser and then at dollar tree they now have shoe they sell shoe erasers and that probably oh. is the same but yeah no i'm the same way though like those shoes cost me what 90 bucks and i'm still like no i don't want to mess yeah and it's like i've i also like i feel like no matter what, you need to take pride myself. in your stuff like no matter how much something costs you have to be like very cautious Mm-hmm. like make it worth your while like I'm purging this apartment and I'm finally saying goodbye to some purses I've had for and not because I don't like them anymore but just because like they've you know I've had my relationship with them we have lived through it they're still in great condition because I never fuck up anything but I'm just like it's time for new it's just time to move on slash I need more room for new ones um because <laughs> I have like this tiny cabinet I keep them all in and she is full 
So, yeah. All right. Well, are we going to talk about Miami? Oh, yeah. Well, we keep forgetting. Go gay people. That's what we were saying. <laughs> Southern hospitality. <laughs> I just thought I liked having that. I thought it was really. Go LGBTQIA. Y'all I took the, the A out because they said we don't matter. Like, they don't care about the allies. Now it's LGBTQI. LGBTQI plus. They said A's. Y'all can go find another community. Golly. <laughs> we over here supporting That's why I just y'all. say queer because I can't keep up with the alphabet. That's why I just say queer. I can't keep up with the alphabet. Dang. They just took us Where out. Where my A's at? <laughs> I'm watching too much quad. Where my A's Where at? at? Where the people at? Where the people at? I was imagining that and then I would look up and I'm like, oh no, it is quad saying that. Raise the roof. Where you at? Sorry, I'm done. Shut up. <laughs> I hate this show. AKA <laughs> our show. <laughs> I'm a mess. We are so dumb. We're getting delirious. Yeah, we have to do Miami. Oh my God, it's late. We have to do Miami because yeah. it's about to be my bedtime high key. And it's my fault we started this late. Okay. Bienvenidos a Miami. What an episode. They deliver. And I'm going to want to rewatch this whole season over again once it's over, because I feel like I get so excited when I'm watching it that I miss stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm not actually processing it. Um, We like have the Larsa Nicole fight and Larsa accuses Nicole of like sleeping with everybody at her hospital um, because like Larsa's thing this season has just been like getting into random fights with people. And it's annoying. Like a lot of people were like touting her horn. And I'm glad that like this week, Nicole and Julie were like, it's not funny to just like get in people's faces and be like, I heard this. I heard this. I heard this. Yeah. Cause like, what is Larsa's sol- solo storyline? Nothing. Um, Advertising a dog collar. That was her solo storyline. That and her new condo. Who And who cares? Yeah. Like it's also, not pretty- it's the only reason why to this group that inviting a stranger to your house is like is like not inviting a stranger to your house isn't normal is because they're on the show but in a normal world like no i don't want like sometimes i will like if it's a friend if it's a party and it's like someone's friend that they right and like then i entrust that person that they're bringing someone that's trustworthy but you it's a very normal thing to not invite someone to your house that you don't know like just because you know of them on like, okay, yeah, we all know Larsa Pippen. Like, like Nicole said, we don't have to Google her to know that, like, she who dates Michael Jordan's son or, like, yeah, who she's fucking or that for she the moment. ended like, that family. Yeah, like, you don't have to Google it. But, yeah, I want to know who you are as a person. And she's like, and I still invited her to my house. So, what? what yeah, the whole thing is she did invite her to the house. And I think it's really, I think there's, like, an intent, like, there's a couple elements there. Like, I thought that Nicole made hella points when it's kind of, like, well, the one thing is I thought it was really conceited of Larsa to be like, hi, like, do you know who I was married to for 20 years? What do you mean you don't yeah. know who I am? Like, that's just so passe to me. It's like, that's not, like you said, that's not what she's talking about. And also it's just like, she made it very clear there that like she, in her mind, she is somebody. And I'm not saying that she's nobody, but like that she's somebody more important. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm, I was Scotty Pippen's wife and I was Kim Kardashian's friend blah 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 and also i do think that's embarrassing that like what you're famous for is being other people's plus one 
as Bethany Frankel said about Heather Thompson, P1. Yeah. And I mean, if we're on that type of train, like it's very Sonia Morgan, like I used to have this and I used to have that. Like, let's live in the present. What do you have now? You have OnlyFans, which is great. Like you're making great money off of OnlyFans and you're supporting yourself and you're able to buy yourself a condo without using the divorce money. All of these things are amazing. But she didn't do that, did she? She said that she she bought the condo. Yeah, she said she bought the condo with her money and not, I mean, she- apparently makes a lot of money off of OnlyFans, which I mean, because the numbers do show that these bitches be making a lot. I wish I was as adventurous, but um, yeah, I just think focus on the present, not on like, yeah. And I think like, that's the point that a lot of those women aren't getting. So they go, it's like, it ends with like Nicole's, we're going to jump around a little bit, like just go through this storyline. Like it's, they're at Nicole's engagement party and she's like, y'all really just don't understand the consequences of what she just said. Like, this isn't just real housewives. I'm just going to tell people that they sleep with people. Like, you can't just, like, it's one thing to say something about, like, Julia, who's a model and, you know, who dates a tennis player and, like, those kind of, like, celebrity figures, you know, like, that doesn't impact whether or not they're going to, like, be able to work. The kind of job that Nicole has, like she said it, they have a code of conduct. Like, there's certain, like, things you have to adhere to and we've seen before like we've seen spouses of real housewives like the whole Whitney mm-hmm. thing. spouses get fired from their jobs for things that happen on these shows so you're messing with somebody's livelihood just because you're salty and I don't even think she's salty I think she just wanted to make drama I think like, she just likes to tip for chat with whatever like piece of information she can gather yeah, like I think she well you, people, you don't and I don't think she's making as much money on OnlyFans as she'd like to so now she has to be on this show so she has to figure out a way to keep that paycheck so she has to just spin stuff around for her own entertainment so it's just selfish like there's a lot of things you can dig up people at but like don't fuck with people's yeah like, I felt bad for Nicole. That Nicole has a real job and Larsa doesn't but like in the sense of like this is a job where there are a lot more consequences than what a lot of these other women do for a living. Oh, for sure. And the fact that like Marisol and Alexia uh, couldn't get that was very disheartening. Well, they don't like, like Nicole. They didn't like yeah. Nicole last season. I think they were just like starting to- But Alexia brought Nicole right on the show, didn't she? I mean, you know how this goes yeah. when they say they brought them. Because I was rewatching last season and Alexia was like, we're both Cuban. So are a lot of people in Miami. Yeah. So, um, I think it was like a fake brought on kind of thing. Like, I don't think she really did. Yeah. Cause that's when Marisol said, I trust Nicole the least last season. And Marisol yeah. also made it clear that they're friends with Larsa being fake for whatever reason last season. So they both, they both have like this thing against Nicole. Also for Alexa season. to be like, if you don't want her at the party, then don't invite her anyway. And it's like, no, I can invite you somewhere and you do some fucked up shit that makes me uninvite you. Like, yeah. What you said about me and my career, like, was not okay. So I yeah. disinvited you. And again, it's like, and maybe I'm biased because I work in healthcare, but like, being a doctor is pretty fucking respectable. That's yeah. somebody who's responsible for someone's life. And you take pictures of your feet for, for horny truck drivers. Like, respectfully, we all serve a purpose. God has put us on earth for different reasons. Nicole's just, I don't know. I respect it a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? I mean, it's definitely a prestigious Everyone needs role. to make a li- Everyone needs to make a living. 
but yeah. it's just like the and she's also like an anesthesiologist do you know like most people don't understand like that's somebody who is putting you to sleep before a procedure before your bbl and waking you up from it too like yeah. that's like a very dangerous job that you have to be very um careful about and you have to be very cautious because you can end someone's life very easily yeah so this woman is hot as fuck rich as fuck and really fucking smart and i think somebody is a hater I feel Actually, bad I think for three people are haters and i said that last week that there's a difference between the women who've been maintained financially by other people and the women who made their own money and had to like find their own way in the world because like that's the alexia thing alexia doesn't get why that matters about the job because she's just been married to all these men her whole life yeah having kind of like pretend jobs in the meantime yeah and Marisol is just like drank off of Mama Elsa and Daddy Patton's money the whole time. So she like had a PR company for fun. Then they died and she didn't have to work no more. Yeah. Respectfully. And then Nicole was like really upset. And Marisol's like, you know, don't cry. I feel like Marisol felt bad to a certain extent, but it's like she doesn't. I don't think really she get did it too much. Yeah. Not too much. I like, when Nicole, I feel like, I like when Nicole put her hand up and was like, boom. And she's like, you yeah. don't have to get like that. And it's like, yeah, I do. You're also, they're coming down on her at her engagement party too. Right. Like y'all can't fucking wait for like y'all can all fucking go. Yeah, honestly, except That's for I said. Julia, the people who want to support me, great, stay. But y'all can fucking go. Yeah, I'm a really big fan of the fact that all three of the newbies, like, they were polite. They, you know, like held like held back their first season and said like we'll let the OGs do what they do. And then now that they have a place and a role, they're like, no, y'all aren't steamrolling us anymore. Mm-hmm. Like none of the three of them. This is a Team Gertie, Nicole, Julia podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Julia, like sharing her story about trying to adopt and like, you know, talking about the don't say gay law in Florida. I thought that was really important too. Yeah. Because it's fucked up. And then um, I'm really nervous for her because um, adoption is already really difficult, but it's even more difficult for same sex couples. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of like obstacles in the road for her. But I mean, um, they're same sex and, and rich and, and very they're very well rich known. white women. And, so. and Martine is very well known. I feel like they're not Martine is much like, a problem. What the number four tennis player in history? Yeah, so. I doubt that they'll have a problem. But for yeah, normal gay <laughs> couple for sure. Yeah. Um, I love that. Um, the the scene of Gertie playing heads up with her family, I was done. First of all, why is Manu coming with ashy elbows? She needs to pay him better. <laughs> I'm like, what Manu been doing all day? Why does he have ashy elbows like this? Why is he on walking the, in like this? In the benefits package. She just said, hey, Manu, come in. Like, I don't know what you're doing outside, but just come in for this scene. Well, why do people have a key to your house? I will never trust anybody enough to have a key to my house. Well, I mean, she said they've known each other for like 20, 14 years or some shit. Like, they've been friends. Like, yeah, if I know you for 14 years. I, I guess. Mean, yeah. That's true, true. I was going to say I wouldn't give you a key to my house, but I would. <laughs> My I like immediately took it back yeah. as I was, I was gonna like, say huh? my best friend Waltrice when we met so we met via another crazy Aries woman <laughs> hopefully she doesn't listen love you if you do I mean, you can edit um, it it's your podcast we, I honestly don't give a fuck um we went with her she like we separately we didn't know each other my friend was like let's go to this wine bar you know about this wine bar because it's like you um they have like the machines and you just click it like you can use a card to yeah. like get the wine yeah yeah. yeah. and then she left us and mind you me and like Walters, we don't know each other like she just was oh, like weird. okay well I'm leaving and so we we're just looking at each other like 
all right like so what next so we ended up going back to my house and we just had a grand old time and I had a key to her house within seven days of knowing her you let a stranger into your house I did (laughs) but she was a cool stranger and then I had a key to her house within the first week of knowing her I was like wow this is a fast friendship that's wild but like sometimes when you know you know it's like relationships like to me family relationships romantic relationships friendships like all kind of like you approach them all in similar ways you know what I mean yeah I was like wow Um, no quickest time of quickest Manu was having a time with the game Mm -hmm. I was weak the minute that Russell started doing the Star Wars one I was like oh I can see where this is going what a geek I know I love hot geeks I do too I also love hot dummies I love them both I don't like hot dummies well it depends like you've got to have some type of street if you're dumb intellectually you have to at least be street smart like you've got to oh yeah 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 I um I forwarded Amber this meme I saw that was like I just saw the man a man with the most beautiful pecs in the gym asking someone what 12 times four was and I said that's my future husband I forwarded that meme (laughs) because we're always like we'd rather they be attractive than smart we're smart enough I love he love a geek I mean, like you know John and his nerd I call it his nerd apps because whenever we watch a movie he'll like a new movie he'll like go on his like movie I don't know reviewing yeah. app and he'll review and I'm like are you on your nerd app again he's like yeah I'm reviewing this movie I'm already yeah like all the ones that play like all their little video games and stuff I was screaming because I've definitely dated a Star Wars geek before and I was just like oh god <laughs> John is more Lord of the Rings. Him and my sister, they oh, like no, talk about. They that. literally talk about it. I, I've never seen it. For Christmas, my sister bought him a Lord of the Rings book. I'm like, I don't think he's gonna read this, but sure, it's like this like movie book. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, but that's sweet. Geeks. But I was weakington. Wait, can we take one more break? Because I do have to talk about Nicole's dad, and I don't want to be interrupted. Let's do it. <laughs> I can't with myself. Um. Yeah, I needed a couple minutes. When I tell you, well, sidebar, um, I thought I have to like give points to Adriana this week because her dress for the engagement party was so pretty. And I was like, look how beautiful you are when you're not dressing like a crazy skank, respectfully, like your body, your choice. But I feel like the weird cuts that she buys herself, she has a good body, but it doesn't flatter her. Like, it just cuts out weird parts of her skin and stuff when she's wearing all that netted shit. And I just thought she looked really, like, elegant and, like, understated at the engagement party, so. Elegant, but I didn't like the dress. Tennis clap for Adriana. I liked Juliana. I mean, Julia's dress. Um, Not give her Juliana. Tatiana. No, Julia's dress was gorgeous. I thought Nicole looked really pretty. Nicole is, like, very into, like, the trendy looks, but she wears them well. Yeah, it was very Uh 80s pom-pom um, and Alexia always dresses well. Um, and I liked Gertie's dress too. Like everyone does. Pr- I've always said it. I like Miami's fashion because they're always very themselves. Yeah. Um, also, like her French boyfriend. I love his name. Thierry. I was like, ooh, I would love saying that name. Thierry. You know, when she was like, I have the divorce decree for Thierry. Thierry. Yeah, you no. have to like a little when you say the R. Adriana always brings like very interesting men. I was weak when she was already trying to get Lisa dick down. And Lisa's like, I'm literally just trying to process that I'm getting divorced. Like I, I right. Lisa's like, she was I, like, I've got a big shot for you. And Lisa's like, I'm not interested in that right now. Like 
I literally am just trying. I'm too much. I'm trying to stay alive at, you know, at the moment, like what the fuck? Like, I'm trying to figure out where my next meal is coming from. Like, please stop. Um, and Adrian's like, yeah, I know. I'm trying to help you get the next 50 meals. <laughs> um, um, so Nicole's dad, the minute he got out of the car, I was like, oh, whoa, like, wow. <laughs> I went, I've had enough. <laughs> and then when he showed up, with this, like, I was a little annoyed at Marisol talking about him because I wanted to be like, bitch, he's your age. So you got to, con- like, I feel like that's also why Marisol yeah. like, don't like Nicole is because she's who they were 20 years ago. So they're hating. Right. Um, He's their age. So when Marisol was like, yeah, it reminds me of a lot of people I knew in the 80s. I was like, yeah, when you were young, like. During your ca- cocaine cowboys um, days. Oh, exactly. Um, But like the coming in with the sunglasses my uncle wears sunglasses all the time now all the time <laughs> like people will send me pictures of him and I'm like why is he wear it's like like also I feel like he does it because he's a certain age now and he's like having trouble like dealing with that and so he just like wears his sunglasses all the time I wear my sunglasses <laughs> at night <laughs> very him um and then when he was just like like the way that nicole's dad was all three of my uncles at the same time was just so much like the fact that he couldn't bring the girlfriend that's one of my uncles the part where he was like drunk and like telling everybody secrets that's a third uncle and then the son or second uncle and the sunglasses was my third uncle um but like always what about when he was flirting with kiki that's the first uncle who did okay, yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah. No, I have, that's, that's my cousin's dad. Um, he's never been married, but he, he's always had a chick. And like, we joked that like, he was like still trying. He, I think I've told the story already before. We were at like an olive garden and I was like 24 at the time. He was hitting on a waitress my age and he's my uncle slash godfather. Like, we're, and his daughter is like 12 years older than me. I'm like, what are you? stop like just stop and like they'll go like they went on a cruise and he's a really good salsa dancer and so like he was dancing you know on the dance floor at the cruise and stuff and like my nephews were like yeah grandpa made friends with like all these people and they would just stay up dancing all the time so I was like oh don't tell me these things (laughs) I'll tell you a different thing offline too like all of it and then the the like the being drunk my uncles are all sober now so that's a good thing but back I'm Marisol I'm like yeah this reminds me of someone I knew in the 90s my uncle (laughs) like I have another uncle who used to be like that where he'd always be like life of the party and like yeah that's my daughter you know like our uncles will always be like that's our niece like about both of us and all this stuff and just be like she's great and blah blah even though they're like when we're together it's like issues sometimes but like in the party it's always like oh yeah she's the best (laughs) so proud of her and you're just like, ugh. Like, but I was screaming. I was just screaming because now I'm old enough. Like I said, they're all sober and I'm old enough where like it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I'm not around them as much. So it just like, it's just like y'all are being foolish. It's fine. Like everything's great. Maybe that's where I get my like lying when I'm drunk thing. <laughs> it's, it's in the blood. Maybe say whatever <laughs> in the in the olden days. It's in the um, blood. 
Um, but, but I think called this uncle never drank, but he's very like, has the sunglasses, very business and like chummy with everybody and all that stuff. And so I was just like, oh my God. Relatable content. Memories just flooded. And I'm Nicole just like looking around, like, what is he doing? Who is he talking to now? What? Oh my God. Yeah, no, I definitely have an uncle that would be the one that's hitting on Kiki. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Also, um, on the dad, like the way Alexia and Marisol were trying to set him up to like say something bad about Anthony. Ooh, I was so mad. And then he's like, I think he's a great guy. He's a gentleman. He's smart. And just saying all these great things about him. I'm like, y'all were trying to set him up to say something bad yeah. about Anthony. And he turned that shit around real quick. Like, no. Like, I mean, he didn't even say too. it rudely. He was just like, he's no, great. He, listen, that's the thing is like, that's a cultural thing too, which is why I don't know why they wouldn't know that on their own. Maybe they were hoping that he'd catch him slip. Right. Or because he was drinking. Yeah. Because like in like Latinx culture, especially Cuban, Puerto Rican culture and stuff like that. Like no matter what we think on the inside to an outsider, we're never going to say anything fucked up. We're never going to give you that moment. Cause that's right. like, and he said that, like, even though he, I don't think, you know, like I understand Nicole's perspective of like how he can be a better father to her. Like, he loves her in the way that he knows how to love her. And right. so as far as we know, we're only seeing like a snippet of a television show. So let me not get that deep. But speaking from my own experience, I've, I have good relationships with people in my family based on how I've decided that those relationships are. Right. And some are more distant than others. And some are not like what you think of for like a family. You know what I mean? Like they're all different degrees. Mm-hmm. And I've always been really honest about that. And so- but at the same time, like our family understands that if anybody were to come and ask us something about our, I'm never going to say something out of pocket about anybody, um, right. about my family to anybody on the outside. So they were very mistaken trying to play daddy like that. Oh, for sure. Um, um, when he said, I like it when you call me Papa. <laughs> Was he trying to like quote B.I.G.? And that's what like, I thought. I thought he said, I like it when you call me big and like the camera just didn't get the big. Cause I was like, that's, uh, that's what that I wanted. Like there was a word she said daddy and he said, Papa. And I was like, I think you're trying to sing the song. And in, in that moment, that's I'm like, my is he just trying to be relatable because she, he thinks that she's black? I mean, like, well, <laughs> like African-American and she's like Haitian. Like he thinks she's black, but guess right. what? Everybody she's Haitian. So, which I mean, still black. But, I mean, she's black. Know, yeah. <laughs> I was making a joke. Like she's not but. African-American. Yeah um black american uh, yeah he was like oh have you heard of big <laughs> right <laughs> have you i didn't pick it up until i like rewatched it and i was like oh i think he's singing big yeah like- i think he's quietly being a little microaggressive but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying to relate you know <laughs> yeah i'm like okay he was just trying to make a joke yeah she called him daddy he was reminding me of like remember Aviva's dad when he would oh my god Carol and uh Carol and Sonia and stuff and he's like I could give you a squirting orgasm I I oh yeah because you just rewatched that yeah <laughs> and when he grabs uh, Ramona's arm she's like sir sir please yes and my arm <laughs> when she when he went to the party I was like why did Aviva send this man to this party <laughs> here take the check <laughs> or whatever he called her. <laughs> I love George. He's disgusting, but I love him. Oh, and then he married that um that black girl that was like um oh, had yeah. like a bunch of nail salons from Miami. Oh yeah, I think she was. She was like, I love him for him, and 
ew you do i mean you have to if you're gonna deal with that true <laughs> but yeah like, i i had a ball with 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 um papa i loved um one of the somebody it had to be someone they're related to or close to their family like this girl in spanish said behave she was like Portate bien. and i was like oh yeah yet again triggered us women having to clean up over the men in our family i saw like oh Bien. I was like, oh, oh, mm, ah, mm, 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 okay. Like we have made choices, but yeah, Miami forever delivering. Yeah, I'm, Nicole, like, I'm telling you, that's why, again, marriage is not necessary in my life because then you have to invite these people. Um, Cause again, if, even if I only invite my immediate family, that's like, and I include my parents in this, that's like seven problematic people. I have to invite meanwhile like if everyone's alive yeah seven people I mean (laughs) I'm not wishing ill on anybody but you know we all age um I I would literally just have to be turning around like oh my god what they who said what who's offended somebody somebody said something and like Libra me trying to be the diplomat I'm like no we are all polite we have manners, guys. Don't be yourselves. <laughs> We're not doing that today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Image control. Capricorn moon alert. Okay, facts. Um, but yeah, um, oh I love God. it. I'm I'm very happy. I feel like it's just been a solid season. Like I was surprised it was already episode ten. Cause I know. I, like, I, could, I could watch a thousand more versus the other shows. I'm so over. I'm like end it. Like I'm not over Potomac yet, but Miami's definitely the shining star. I'm so excited for Jersey and Summer House and VPR and I think I might dip back into Vanderpump Rules. They put some money into that um promo. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm think I'm well, I I was already watching VPR. I know I said I wasn't, but now I'm going to. Um, I wish you would dip back into Jersey. That's my wish. We'll see. Is it on Sundays? If it's on a weekday, I won't. But if it's on a Sunday, I might. I'm not sure what day is going to come on. I haven't looked yet. Because um, usually weekdays, I'm asleep. But but Potomac's going to be ending soon because they just filmed the reunion. Salt Lake, I was surprised they didn't. Um... They're waiting a week and then they're making us watch three parts of those four. Three parts of those four? What do you mean? <laughs> Sorry. Three part reunion for just those four women. Oh, yeah. Like the friends of are going to show up, but that doesn't count. Cause and I know Jen Shaw didn't, isn't doing a one-on-one with Andy. She put out that yeah. disclaimer. So. Yeah. I think that's for the best. Cause I think it was just drawing too much negative attention. And he got into that like issue with the CNN guy about. Yeah. I think um, she won't be ever coming back. I hope she does. Just cancel it for six years. She might be on Love After Lockup. Lock, love After Lockup. So she's not going to be with Coach Shaw? No, on TLC, there's a show called Love After Lockup. Yeah, but isn't that they get new people? True. But maybe they'll like have one for Jen Shaw where it's with Coach Shaw. Yeah, just them reunited. I like, I've turned on him a little bit. I feel like I'm, I'm Heather Gay. I'm like, I feel like he knew something. <laughs> Heather Gay, like, let me just say about Heather Gay, like this woman, there's a way that she's just going to get away with it because Jen Shaw is a criminal. 
But the way that she had to scream about being a ride or die for a whole year, and then literally the second that Jen pled guilty, was she's not. like, um, she just like turned right away and was like, yeah, I figured. Yeah, they probably had problems in their marriage. Yeah. that, And then the way like we saw in that preview already that she was spilling her guts about it. I'm like, what a fucking snake ass bitch. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. I rewatched a, la- a couple episodes from last season of Salt Lake. And I remember that I do hate Whitney for other reasons. So now it's like, I only have Lisa and Meredith to cheer for. That's a dark place to be. I mean, I love Lisa, Avi. Um, but she's also not a good person. I love her, but she's not a good person. How so? We'll talk about this another time. I'm tired. It's, we've been on this thing for like three hours. Yeah, it's like, I'm tired. It's time we to ca- We like, we're catching up on our lives between recordings. <laughs> we did all of these shows. We went on a lot of Dear Diaries tonight. Yeah. MTV's Diary. You well, think guys. You, but you have no idea. Okay. Well, guys, you know where to find us. Um, follow us on at- Twitter and Instagram at Pop of Color Pod. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend if you can do one thing it's to spread us to just one person that you know loves bravo and wants to hear some unhinged chaotic opinions spread us like the jam that pk's mistress ate that belonged to shakira that clued shakira in to his cheating okay maybe that i don't know what the fuck we're talking about um i will send it to you shakira figured out her man was cheating on her because his mistress ate her jam so i said spread the spread the shakira jam y'all oh yeah that's like shakira's that sounds like a woman we know everything um even the jam like that because apparently he's never eaten jam in the 10 years they were together so that's how she knew something someone else was in the house what? isn't that crazy she All also right. she also spent a relationship with a man 10 years younger than her for 10 years that's a lot she yeah. raised that baby isn't shakira capricorn no she's an aquarius but with a cancer moon you know also has who else has cancer moon taylor swift do with that what you will all right on that, well, on that amazing note good night will... my people yes where my people at <laughs> All right, Ruby needs to go to bed. We will catch you guys next week. Goodbye. It is past my bedtime. Goodbye.